Well, I have a, qu a legal question. Well, it's not a, it's, is this an emergency? I, I don't know what that means. I was just growing some marijuana. I was just wondering what the, how much, you know, trouble you can get into for one plant. You're growing marijuana and you want to know how much, depends on how big the plant is. It's only a seedling. Uh, uh, uh. No, possession? So we meet again. Mike Malcolm, welcome back to the Chillinoy Podcast. Thank you, Rogue. I appreciate you, Carl, for having me. Yeah, I'm, I was excited for today's show because Mike was one of our OG guests. Justine corrected me. She I was just want to say, and thank you, Justine, as well. I can't believe out Justine. She's great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Justine corrected me because I had posted today that I was like, you were our first guest. And Justin, I don't, I can't remember if you were before or after Mike, but Justine was like, well, I was, Justine was like, well, I was the first guest. Cause at the time Justine wasn't in the podcast and stuff. I was like, oh crap. Well, Mike was definitely the first person out of this house that was on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so. super dope. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And you know, it's so funny because I was just uh, on clubhouse. And I was telling people how, you know, one of my my uh, attitude was to not, not turn down any interviews, you know, I, and so which is why I didn't know I was your first interview. Like you said, you went to interview or yeah. like have me on your show. I'm like, let's do it. You know, I, I love to talk to the community. So, yeah, it, it felt at the time I was so fucking excited. And I still still am to talk to you. But at the time, I was so excited because your vi a video had just dropped. You had a, a Chicago Sun-Times article and it was like um you know how, how to buy it was like how what was it how to buy weed uh from i can't remember legal illegal weed like a pro or something yeah how to buy weed legal weed like <laughs> a pro crazy <laughs> it was awesome man it was awesome yeah matter of fact that was actually like a year ago from like today or something because i just it came up in my memories like really? uh yeah i think that was like a year ago either today or yesterday or something like that yeah i think it was yesterday Cause yesterday I, I posted it. Yeah. It was in my stories. Like, yeah, it was, that was kind of crazy. This is, you know, a, a year, all of that was crazy. Right. I mean, a lot yeah. has happened since then, but even before then, like who would have, who would have thought, you know, yeah. that uh, we would be in this situation at that time. Like, like it was just, I will say the people mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, the people, the, the crazy right wingers that were like, if you guys legalize pot, the world's going to end. They were almost right. <laughs> no you know what's funny about that is actually though is that pot sales went up so much yep. right and cannabis yep. became right an essential, an essential business yep hell yeah fucking insane right it's insane and these people now like it went from pot being a thing pot being a thing like uh, uh people don't talk about so that's all people are doing like all people all you can do now is sit in your house and smoke weed because I don't think people, most people aren't sitting at home drinking all day because alcohol isn't the type of thing. Like you start right. drinking at nine in the morning, you sleep at 12, you yeah. know, or you're, you know, you definitely not going at eight, nine o'clock at night. That's just going <laughs> to put you down. But, but, but weed, you can do, you can blow that shit all day long and keep it moving. Yep. Straight up. I mean, that's what we keep the headlines keep saying is like, people are just at home bored and, what else is there to do but get high, you know? Yeah, Speaking of yeah, which, for sure. let's do it, by the way. So cheers, listeners. If, uh, 
you got your cannabis on hand, spark it up, and we're going to start smoking and chatting with our friend Mike Malcolm. Mike, where can we find you online? Yeah, thanks. I'm uh, everywhere at We Travel Food. Uh, this Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, you can find me, We Travel Food. Uh, Clubhouse, you can find me at We Travel Food. Facebook, I'm on, I'm, I'm on at We Travel Food, but they, they got me banned. TikTok, I'm a We Travel Food. <laughs> but yeah, everywhere at We Travel Food. Uh, and definitely check out the website. I actually got some real cool stuff in store with the website. It's just I got so much on my hands. I got something really cool I want to do with the community on there. So um, I haven't like been given a lot of people reason to sign up to the website other than, you know, the like normal website type of stuff. But I actually have some stuff that uh, is going to be like community. I'm going to get the community involved and give them reasons to go to the website daily, I believe, even hourly. Like I got Good some shit. real cool ideas in, in store. I'm excited for that, man. And don't downplay. I love you. I love your website. Your blog's amazing. I saw you guys recently launched a forum. Um, you know, so folks, if you go to weedtravelfood.com, like he said, uh, you can sign up for the forum there. You can also get weed travel food merch, support a local Chilinoyan, you know, get that merch, support weed travel food. Uh, you can sign up for the blog and uh, you can find all of their social media and everything else Mike's doing from there. So wanted to give that plug. Um, Thank you and, for that call. And real quick, if you don't mind, because uh, I'm glad you actually brought that up with the forum, because I, I just realized I don't really. That's the other thing. I'm, I'm doing so much that I, I do something and I don't have a time to explain what I actually did. <clears throat> so I did create the forum on the uh, website. And my goal with creating the forum is kind of like what I just hinted to, which is where I want uh, I want the community to send uh, to post news in that forum. I want them to post weed, travel, or food-related news in that form and where people in the community can go and, like, reference these three topics, right? And my goal is to create incentives for the community to do that. And just to give people an idea of how I think that can work, there's a video game community a website that I used to, I'm, a, I'm still a part of, but I used to be super active in. The website is called N, the letter N, the number four, the letter G, dot com news for gamers dot, dot com is a website and it's, it's a interactive forum where people are incentivized members are incentivized to sub, submit news video game news on different topics different platforms right video game platforms uh pe people are created to be moderators to moderate what's being submitted to make sure it's not the same news story from because you can imagine IGN sure. might post some story and then GameSpot might post a story, right? Yeah. You don't need the same story posted from two different websites, right? You just need right. one website to post it. So a moderator make sure that it's not being double posted and that it's accurately, you know, it's not any fluff or any extra, you know, bias bullshit yeah, in the news story. Stuff. You just post the story, right? Yeah. And then what happens is the community talks about it so the people who submit stories earn points for submitting stories they earn more points when their stories are approved the moderators earn points for for approving or declining stories and there are reasons why they have to do this and the community they earn points by commenting and by liking and then there's a rating system of how hot so i think it's a really cool system i really would i would love to i haven't reached out to these guys i, I don't think I mean, they put the idea out there and I'm a huge, sure. I was a huge part of that community early on. I actually won. So they used to have monthly 
competitions of where people can um earn, you know the top earners and the the the, the, the top point earners right. will actually win gifts so i actually won a remote control helicopter from them <laughs> yeah hell yeah. yeah it was it was dope bro it was super and i was super engaged i used to submit stories like crazy all day long so i i want to kind of take that model and apply it to my website so i'm putting that out there into the universe I know that's not oh, yeah. what we're talking about, but you brought up the forum and that is why that exists. I just haven't done, you know, I got the, I got it set up. I just got to do some of that back in to make sure that yeah. it's dope. Mm-hmm. Man, you remind me of uh, like, I I hear you when you say that you, you, you know, you try to have to, you have to find time in your schedule because goddamn, you're a real estate, you're in real estate, you're doing mm-hmm. weed, travel food. Um mm-hmm. We'll talk about this, but you know, you're looking to maybe get licensed uh, for a dispensary in uh, Illinois. But also, something we want to talk about is that you know, you're not even limited to Illinois anymore. It's something we talked about on our Instagram live stream, you know, so you got other opportunities opening up. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is you remind me of a visionary kind of like uh, Elon Musk, where it's like, how the fuck is he doing it? Like, do you? Are you even taking time to like, like get a snack in? You know, like I, know. I mean, everybody's like, given the same twenty four hours in a day. How do you make the most out of yours? Right. Yeah. I work on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I get to it. <clears throat> no, but you know, thank you. I appreciate that. I, <clears throat> I, you know, I wish I saw myself as 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 like that, but um. <clears throat> You know, I will add something to the list. I haven't uh, announced it publicly, but this is probably the first place I've talked about it a little bit on Clubhouse, but I'll talk about it a little bit more now. Um, I just accepted a position um, uh, as an adjunct an instructor at one of the community college, one of the city community college, Olive Harvey. They reached out to me um, about creating a syllabus for a course for their cannabis course. So um, I interviewed with them and I got the position and I'm in the process of creating a syllabus right now for marketing wow. and branding. Uh, yeah. Cannabis marketing and branding. And Dude, congrats. Uh, yeah, congratulations. yeah. It's fucking wild. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Straight <laughs> up. You're making a syllabus. Let's get the fuck out of here. We got to fucking. Yeah, they, actually, <laughs> they actually wanted me to do two, but the, the, I'm not going to go into all the reasons why I'm not going to sure. do two, but I'm not going to do two, uh, but I'm going to do one. And it's going to be, I'm going to make sure that I, you know, give people great content. And the um, other thing about this is that um, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get more information and be putting more stuff out. Uh, but one thing is that uh, it's going to be a CE course through the Olive Harvey and from what I'm told, that there are going to be scholarships available for people who want to take the course. So I believe the, ma- the vast majority of people that take the course are actually good, not going to have to pay for it. Wow. So, nice. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm still figuring out like how all of that works. Like I literally just got the email on Friday and talked to the people on Friday. They said, yes, we definitely, you know, they, they made it official. So I'm going to do it. And um, stay tuned for that. <laughs> That's exciting. Now we can talk about all the other bullshit. <laughs> no, thank you for announcing that. That's really exciting. And again, congrats. That's that's crazy. Like, uh, that's a really big step. Uh, and I just, yeah, you deserve it, man. Though, so, so um, let's talk about what's going on in Illinois right now. I mean, what you, what I mean, I, I assume you got a deficiency notice. Let me put it that way. I did. Yep. And I talked to my 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 team about it. Uh, 
Can you explain what that week. is for folks that are listening? Because uh, <coughs> yeah, we throw so, these terms around, you know, and me and you, we, yeah, so. Yeah, so deficiency notice is uh, what you get if you got um, a point taken off in the scoring process. So we submitted our applications back January 2nd. Mm-hmm. The, the state used uh, a firm K, uh, KPMG to score the apps. And those apps were misscored. A lot of people's apps were misscored. So now KPMG is now sending out deficiency notices, which means that uh, there are different categories, as you can imagine, in each app where you are scored on. Each score is worth, each category is worth a certain amount of points. If you got less than the max amount of points that were available in that category, then you should have gotten a deficiency notice for that. Uh, for that category ex- telling you why you uh, why you got why you didn't get the maximum points the so way for, it was supposed to really quick for example is mm-hmm. like different sections like uh, secure what your security layout's going to be what uh, well I don't know with dispensaries but I've talked to growers they like have to put like uh, you know how much water they estimate they're going to be using what they're going to do with the waste product. Obviously you're doing with the dispensary, so it's different, but I wanted to just give people behind the security. Yeah. yeah, Security uh, floor plan, uh, your, uh, your SOPs, you know, your standard Mm -hmm. operating procedures, right. Your uh, disposal of waste, right. You wouldn't think because, and the reason I put that up is because that's actually how we got dinged on our app, right. There were, let's say it was worth like 18 points and we got 17 points. And I'm like, how do we get 17 points out of 18? Like, yeah. that sounds like so bullshit. I'm like, what did they say? We was going to throw it in the white garbage bags. And you're supposed to say you were supposed to throw it away in the black garbage <laughs> yeah, bags. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How do you get 18? Like, how do you get one point off for that? So, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's how I didn't get a perfect score. Also, the fact that I, I'm not a veteran, that's, which is a whole nother wormhole. But yep. yeah, we got our, we got our deficiency notices. We are fixing them and we are going to be resubmitting before cool. the deadline. I prefer cool. with my team. Yeah. So folks, uh, you know, that want to read about this, uh, our friends at grownin.com. shout out to them. Uh, Brad Spearson just joined us recently uh, for a podcast episode. So check it out. Um, uh, they reported, yeah, that um, the state had sent out deficiency notices. I think, um, What's the representative's name? I've seen you actually collaborate with him. Representative Ford. LaShawn Ford. LaShawn yeah. Ford. <clears throat> um, he had uh, made a statement about it and was actually offering to help folks with the uh, application. I think it was him and another multi-state operator, actually. Um, and some other Cresco's offering help for people. Oh, I think it was uh, uh, Representative Ford and Justice Grown. Uh, which we actually had Cole Eastman off of Justice Grown, and he seemed like a good guy. Um, so I, I, you know, I've not done a lot of research into Justice Grown, but uh, what they tell me and what I have heard is pretty cool. Anyways, though, um, yeah, the state's sending out deficiency notices for dispensaries. So the hope is, right, when they process the deficiency, uh, whatever you guys had to do, when what's it called that you submit? Is it just you just submit, like you you correct to the deficiency? Uh, yeah, you just resubmit. Recent recent okay. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, it may be a more, it may be a more technical recurrent. Sure, term, I don't. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm. I'm talking. just trying to explain <laughs> it for people that don't uh, explain or uh, pay attention to this as much. And then the ho- the hope is the state's going to come back and say, "Oh, you're good to go. You got a license." So, but 
obviously that's remaining to be seen. So, right. Cool. So on that note, you know, uh, we talked on Instagram live folks. If you want to check out that conversation, I had just gotten on and I was smoking and Mike requested to join my live. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll have Mike on my live. Let's do it. (laughs) And, uh, so we just chatted for a little bit. And one of the things you brought up, I don't want to speak for you. You brought up, a a new venture, you know, Illinois is not holding you back. Um, California, (laughs) uh, Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh yeah, so yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, so I'm super excited about this, man. This is amazing. You know, I, you know, so much. I'm sure we've talked about it. So, so we've talked in those times that I can't tell you my story without telling you talking about relationships, right? And relationships yeah. that I built, I built over the years. And so, one of the relationships that I built over the years was uh, uh, with a friend of mine, a guy named Ryan Crime. Uh, and I met him through my homie GLC, which again, just one of those relationships I think I was telling you about all the people I met through him and everything. Yeah. And so my homie GL introduced me to Ryan a few years ago. This was when the PAX 2 uh, was right before the PAX 2 had came out. <clears throat> and at the time, Ryan was working for PAX and uh, he was a sales guy. Um, long story short, uh, me and Ryan, he actually gave me a PAX. And uh, before, I remember, I remember I had it before it came out. I had the PAX 2 before it oh, came wow. out. And Ryan, yeah, and Ryan gave it to me, right? So that was the thing. Like, that's how that's how we, we him and I connected, right? He, he gave it to me before it came out. And, uh, and you know, he's just like, oh, you like weed? You're in the weed here. You don't want one of these. You know, so I didn't even know what the fuck it was. You know, so I'm still smoking blunts and shit or whatever. But no, nah, I wasn't smoking blunts with him. I was smoking <laughs> papers. But uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so that's how I met him. Uh, long story short, me and him have always like had a great friendship. Um, and uh, Ryan is a lot of things in the cannabis industry. He's definitely a vet. He does a whole lot of stuff as well. But one of the things that he did was he launched his uh, cannabis brand with another guy uh, and uh, who's uh, actually lives in uh, Chicago. And I met him uh, a while ago as well. And we, again, always just had a great relationship. Well, they, uh, Ryan is in California and Ryan partnered with some people out there who have licenses. They have uh, distribution, uh, manufacturing and delivery licenses. And uh, they have the licenses and they're up and running. They've been up and running over a year. And Ryan also created the brand Kronja Culture or the Kronja brand. Okay. And yeah, C-R-O-N-J-A, Kronja. And so... Uh, and if, and if you, if the funny thing is, if you Google this, like they've already been in Forbes and everything, they were in Forbes last year. If you Google this, right, I don't know if you Googled it or not, but like, okay, so they're already doing their thing, right? But he saw me hustling and doing my thing with We Travel Food. And so, like, him and I have always like remained in in, uh, constant communication. In 2019, when I was out in California, I spent like three weeks out, uh, out in California, like, uh, during the summertime, uh, in 2019 and him and I we bumped in there had lunch and he was like taking me in here and like always super cool later on that year when I was negotiating with the MSO that I ended up partnering with Columbia Care Ryan was one of those people that I was talking to like he was just giving me a whole lot of game because he was working with MSOs at this time he had so Ryan launched the PAX 1 the PAX 2 the PAX 3 and the Jewel I don't know if a lot of people know but the Jewel vaporizer the tobacco vaporizer that's actually made by PAX Okay, I did not know that. 
Yeah. So so he launched those products for them. And then he went to Parallel, which is a large MSO that's down in Florida with Sotero, Sotero Wellness. And now he's the national sales director for another MSO called Front Range Biosciences, who I actually went out and did some work with just this past December. So I say all that to say that me and him have, this, have just had this great relationship. And he's been really more like a mentor to me, you know. And, um, I, you know, I took the advice that he gave me and, you know, I ran with the shit, you know, and he uh, reached out to me, uh, him and his partner, they, uh, Bryant, uh, they reached out to me uh, at the end of last year. And they're like, man, we see you hustling. We see you grinding. You know, we want to expand to Illinois. You know, we think you have a lot of value that you could help bring to us out here in California. Um, they're like, man, we really recognize that we can't afford to pay you what you're worth right now because they're a startup. Like they showed me their, the, the money that they made and just everything, just all their numbers. They, their company, the distribution company made $5,000 last year, mm-hmm. but that's good for, for a cannabis startup, like to yeah. actually not, not be, uh, not to be, not, not to be in the red. Right. Like, like, like that's like, that's still good. So, um, they're like, man, we, you know, we're getting there, but what we need help with is with creating our brand and creating these products. Um, and we want to want you on the team. So they offered me equity uh, in their company um, and, and the crimes of culture brand uh, company. And the, that company has uh, equity in the licenses. Nice. So, yeah, via that, I am um, officially in the in the California industry. And um Hell yeah. And uh, one of the other things, though, is they also have the, we have our ancillary products in the market right now, which are our Kronzer Culture uh, rolling trays, these leather rolling trays. I'm going to get I'm going to get one some sent out to you guys to get you Sweet. a couple. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get you a few because um, we're actually in the process right now. I work with a new manufacturer and I got got some some real cool shit playing with that um, because they're local here in Chicago. The new the new manufacturer. Those trays. rolling trays are fucking sick, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to get you some. So uh, but what I was saying, though, is that those rolling trays are actually for sale right now in Chicago and they've been for sale for over a year. And that's what I'm saying. My, these my guys and what they're doing and what, what, I, what I really appreciate them is uh like they were really they're already doing something right they were already doing something they already that for them to reach out to me and to not just reach out to me and say hey you know we want to give you a discount code and have you go you know sell some shit for but for them to be like hey we recognize your value and we're going to give you a piece of our company you know what i'm saying that we've been building that we got on forbes on our own that we you know what I'm saying? we want to give you a piece of that to come on and you know bring you along with us and 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 again i'm not non-exclusive non-exclusive deal so again i can continue to to do my own thing with we travel food they don't they don't have any ownership in my company i got a piece of theirs uh, it's it's amazing <laughs> you know yeah. it's really amazing and it opened up my eyes again on how to negotiate because my sure. same homie ryan was telling me like man if these people want to do business with you and they really fuck with you they really respect you then tell them you want to you need a piece right they should be able to cut you off a slice if yeah. they really value you absolutely you know 
So he he just always just pouring into me. And, I, and that's what I said. I can't. I got so many people that can just help me out, you know, and Ryan, one of those guys that just, you know, from the very beginning, like, you know, like, like, again, years ago, he's like, oh, you like weed? Here go a fucking, here go a fucking gadget that you don't even know. I'm like, the fuck is a PAX, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, from Chicago. I know what the fuck it looks like was. it's from the future. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. So, um, yeah, man, it's always crazy, man. So, yeah, that's what happened. So, um, last, so I went out to, after I signed the deal, he was like, he had, he instantly got me a job. Um, he actually got me a job with uh, the company that he's currently with, with his, which is Front Range Biosciences. Cole, you will love this. This company, they're in Colorado and they're in California, and they are genome mapping plant genetics to uh, to uh, create proprietary strains and yeah. to like patent certain shit like certain plant strains and shit like that. The shit is crazy. Anybody's interested and wants to see that, you can go to my Instagram, Mike G to God, and uh, my highlights. I have a highlight called Cali 2020. And that was when I was just out there and I was, it was the week before Christmas. Right. Um, and uh, my homie Ryan had me come out there. Uh, they company, they paid me to come out there on my expenses, on my food had me come out there, take pictures, create some content for Front Range Biosciences for them to use on their website and on their social media. Um, and then I also got to sit with their geneticist, Chris, and uh, help them go through a bunch of different cultivars. And we went to about 30 and narrowed them down to one for them to move forward with into production. And like this shit was fucking crazy. All this shit is on my it's all on my uh, Instagram right now. You can go check it out. Uh, and then since I was out there, my homie Ryan, <clears throat> he was like, "Okay, we're gonna do this for Front Range Bio." And then I'm gonna introduce you to everybody at the distribution, and, and I'm gonna introduce you to some of our partners. Yeah. So I flew into San Francisco, and then we drove south to Salinas, which, which is where Front Range Bio so Bio has their nursery. So again, you'll see the nursery. But we started with the nursery where they sell uh, teens and clones. Again, teens, when I'm saying teens, we're talking about plants here, right? Yeah. Teens are older than clones. We just got to be clear. <laughs> we're selling no fucking teenagers and no shit like that. Yeah, we're yeah. selling the teens. That's a term, right? When they say, because they are older than clones. Okay, so they sell teens and clones um, in Salinas. We spent the night in Monterey, which is a little bit further south. Then we drove from Monterey to Coalinga. And Koalinga, we, we uh, toured an indoor grow facility from a company called Next Green Wave, who is fucking dope. They got some of the most fires bud out there. And their CMO is actually from Chicago. There's a dude named Ryan Lane. And he, homie is cool as fuck. Me and him have connected since that tour. Uh, he's just got his Instagram is dope as hell. If you actually look at his Instagram, you'll see it's actually really cool because he's a dope photographer. And uh, he's in the music industry a little as well. So, like, he just got, you know, dope-ass photography. But they got some really super fire indoor bud. And they just got the contract to grow cookies for cookies in California. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking, fucking crazy. Legit. That Bro, that was that happened right when we was out there. Like, that is they, exciting. Like, bro, they go fucking crazy. Okay, so picture this, right? It is exciting. My partner, Ryan... His company, uh, JC Red, uh, which is the distribution company he owns, they distribute for Next Green Wave. 
Okay. So the way, so I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with how the model, California model works, because it's different from Illinois. So the California models uh, has a distribution license. Now those, they aren't available right now in Illinois. And the distribution model has it so that um, grow, growers, cultivators in, in California basically have to go through a middleman to get their product into dispensaries. So the way the distribution model works is that, again, it's another way for social equity. I love it, but it's really just like a middleman job, right? So me yeah. as a distributor, so like Ryan, right? My buddy Ryan, JC Rad. What they do is they, let's say, Cole, you're a grower, right? Mm -hmm. It's a couple ways it can, it can work. If you have an established brand and I'm JC Rad, I'll come to you and I'll say, man, <clears throat> I can, I know everybody. I know everybody in the, in the industry. I'm going to get your product everywhere. You don't have to hire a sales team. I'm going to save you money by you going through me and letting me do your work. And I'm going to get paid. I'm going to buy your bud wholesale. So I'm going to sell it. I'm going to get it wholesale and I'm going to put it out. Right. Right. Cool. And then maybe we even do something where if you, if we get a good enough relationship, because the way the distribution model work, distribution work, distribution model works is that, uh, I can also, if I have the distribution model and the manufacturing model, I can, you could actually white label for me so that you could grow bud and give me some, and then I can package it and put my own brand, like the Kronja culture brand. Right. I can put that brand on packaging with the manufacturing license, and I can put that, that weed out as well. Right. So that could work. And then also it works the way, like, let's say you're a cultivator and you don't have a brand, right? So now here I come again. I'm JC Red. I'll say, hey, Cole, I know you don't have a brand and I know you don't have any connections, but you grow fire ass butt and I fuck with you. So I'm a distribution. I'm a distributor. I'm going to take on your, 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 your butt. I'm going to buy your weed and I'm going to put it out there. But since you don't have a brand, I'm going to just brand it uh culture right i'm gonna just run it kronja because kronja culture is the website i keep on saying kronja culture yeah. kronja culture is our kronja culture.com is the website but the brand is kronja c-r-c-c-r-o-n-j-a mm -hmm. so i'm just i'm gonna just put a kronja out you know and put and have that out there and uh you know your your weed is gonna be so i'm gonna create the brand and you know, again, if you don't have an established brand and you don't have any connects, why not? Right. right. What do you care? Because a lot of people, a lot of growers out there, they just want to grow good weed. Exactly. And, and make a living. Yeah. They just yep. farmers. They just want to they want to grow. They want to make sure that, you know, if somebody's going to do that, they, they got something in line with them, but they yeah. don't necessarily, you know, want to well, do about that. just how farming works. I mean, you, you farm and you turn it over to a distributor, a distributor. It's just like what you're descri describing. It's just like any other industry. Yeah. I mean, just like any other agricultural uh, part of agriculture yeah. industry. So anyway, yeah, so that's how it works out there. And so they have, that's so cool. my part, yeah, my partner has those licenses. So when I went out there, I met Next Green Wave, which is somebody who we just distribute for. And we get their uh, products in a lot of stores like L.A. Kush, which is a huge dispensary yeah. chain out there in L.A. They, they like, like, got like probably half a million followers on Instagram. Uh, so I got to see uh, when the when the when the next green wave dropped like we first so like a uh, different uh deliverer came picked up some next green wave product brought it to our distribution center i saw us clock it all in 
Then we left, which was in L.A., and then I saw it be delivered to the retail to, and met our partners on the retail side. So they like really, again, my homie Ryan just showing me how everything works. So then again, if anybody wants to see that, just go to my uh, Cali 2020 highlight and I show you really the entire California process from seed to sale. Yeah. And by that, you mean on your Instagram, Mike G to God, is that right? That's right. Cool. I just wanted to make sure that people can tune into that because I'm going to tune into that because I didn't realize that you had that video out. So that's cool as hell. Um, and and just to contrast with how it works in other states, that's really cool that it works that way in California. I'm not sure which state that I'm thinking about, but I know that like at the beginning of legalization, one of the ways they got can you know cannabis legalization to pass as like adult use specifically was like how do we get the alcohol industry involved? And I can't remember if it was Colorado or Washington or Vegas, but it was one of those three states. And the way that distribution works is that if you have a alcohol distribution license, you can also distribute cannabis. So it was a way to keep the alcohol industry in it. And it's hilarious because I think vice did a special on this one cannabis company and they have the grow on one side of the building. And then they have the store on the other side of the building. The alcohol guy has to come in with a pallet, put the pet, you know, put the stuff on the pallet. He has to walk it down the hallway and check it into the store. They're not allowed to wheel it down the hallway themselves. The alcohol guy has to come. So it's cool that they that's do wild. that that way in that's uh, crazy. California. So yeah, that's it's, awesome. really, it's a super interesting, super interesting market. You know, just the opportunity now that I get to learn from such an advanced market that still has full of problems. I mean, you know, you talk to them out there and they'll tell you like, it's like the sky yeah. is falling out there. <laughs> shit, it's like that. Let them tell it. I'm like, well, shit, you think that shit is like that? What's going on here in Illinois? You know? Right. But, um, but it's, it's, it's super interesting to learn. And uh, it's crazy for me that I'm actually like officially in California before I'm in yeah, Illinois. Man. Like that's some fucking bullshit, but okay. You know, that's what we're doing. You know what, that's though? What we're doing. Yeah, yeah, hey, you got to keep moving. And if they're going to fucking play games, I'm glad. I, I wanted to say congratulations on that. On that, That's a big move, man. That's that's good shit. Yeah, so thank congr- you, bro. Yeah, we that. keep going. And, and we got some really cool stuff actually playing for Chicago. Because, again, we're already our, – our trays are already being sold in D33, the dispensary 33. Okay. Up on Clark Street. I was about um, to ask, been, yeah, where can people get it? Yeah, D33. Up on Clark, uh, if there if there's any left, because um, again we're about to do a relaunch with them. D33. I don't know if anybody knows already, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna spill the beans. They already got there. <laughs> Next location scoped out. I'm not gonna say where because I won't let sure. them let them have that. Yeah, but uh, it's in a very popular area in the yep. city, and uh, it's gonna be. It's a really exciting area. I'm very. It's like an ideal area if I was to pick anywhere. Mm-hmm. to put one of my dispensaries i might want to be where they're gonna where they're gonna be so kudos to them for that but yeah. the really dope part about that is that we're going to be part of their launch uh we're going to do we Fuck got yeah. something in, in, in plan with the kronja brand uh i mean actually that's just not necessarily we travel food maybe we travel food but specifically with the kronja um because again i'm doing a lot to um you know i want to i'm gonna I'm, so my actual role with kronja is i'm um uh, over uh, product development and uh, and community engagement. So um, I'm going to be doing both a lot of stuff with just b- building up our products. And, you know, I mean, we're, it's five of us. So it's not like, you know, like we got a huge team and nothing. I'm doing everything, you know. I'm, we, we talk about uh, 
design. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm in on the design meetings as well, so uh, it's not yeah. like I'm not part of anything. But specifically, I'm uh, dealing with product development. So I'm working with new manufacturers on our existing products, like the trays, trying to bring the cost down and the quality up. Um, and I am uh, working with uh, communities that we work that we're already in, and trying to find ways to get our products and aware and our brand awareness out in uh, new places that we aren't. So that's what I'm doing all with that. So I'm really excited to see what we're going to be doing with D33. I kind of, that's, I don't know if anybody's, well, I mean, I know probably nobody's talked about it, but me. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know what D33 has. Actually, I've been so busy. I haven't paid attention to what they've been saying right now. Like I don't even yeah. know if they've announced a new location, but Hey, you know, it's I'm, another Chilinois exclusive. There we go. Yeah, so. I know. And I'm just going to say, I'm not going to say where it is but I know about yeah. it. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. And so people should be excited about it. D33 is cool. So they're one of the few, um, Still, I believe they're still independent, but they like at least try. They were the first dispensary uh, in the entire city, um, the first medical dispensary in the entire city. Okay. Uh, and, um, you know, shout out to them. There's some, there's some good people there for sure. Yeah, I actually have like some some personal respect for them because when I was a bud tender in the dispensary and was trying to figure stuff out, like for our website and that kind of stuff I actually reached out to them because their website was really sleek and really clean and um, would just kind of ask for suggestions and pointers and they were always really open to helping me out even though I worked for a Cresco dispensary <laughs> oh, that's great to know yeah. yeah I mean yeah they're cool Hell yeah. So I want to plug, uh, Karanja, it's at Karanja culture culture on Instagram, uh, Karanja culture.com that's C R O N J A C U L T U R E. Um, so, and, and, uh, and real quick, and shout out to all the guys, shout out to uh, Ryan, shout out to Bryant, shout out to Ozzy, uh, um, much love to the, the part at Shezzy. So I don't know if you know who Shezzy Woods was, but he was a, a California artist. He, we all signed at the same time. So that's the thing, man. Uh, so just, just let me go in just a little bit more and explain what just happened. So yeah. um, Ryan and Bryant, uh, two guys that they started Kronja. Uh, and again, if you just look up Kronja culture, the Forbes article will probably pop up pretty soon. And you can kind of see them both in the, in the picture together. Right. So they started it together and they had the idea. They both are cannabis professionals. So Bryant, works on cannabis tech and on the software side and Ryan works in operations. So they're very like busy. <laughs> you know what I'm they're busy as fuck. And they saw like what a lot of the homies were like we was all doing. They was like, man, we want to bring you guys in and kind of yeah. like expand everything what we're doing. So Shazzy and Ozzy are friends of theirs who were going to be doing work with them out in LA and me and my homie GLC we're going to be work. So Shazzy and Ozzy, we're going to be working with Ryan out right. in LA and me and GLC are going to be working with Bryant here in Chicago. Cause Brian here is here in Chicago. And, uh, you know, um, uh, so unfortunately Shazzy passed, uh, he, he, um, he uh, drowned, um, uh, in December, uh, on, on Christmas day. Yeah, it was really sad because uh, I didn't know him personally. I didn't know him uh, too well, but we uh, did have a couple of Zooms together when we all kind of like signed the paperwork around the same time. And yeah. uh, we all were like on Zooms a couple of times and got a chance to shop, chop it up. So I want to just say, uh, you know, I, I, you know, announcing everything with me and Kronja, I just do want to acknowledge Shezzy 
Uh, this is my first time actually being able to, to speak about uh, this in depth. Um, so, um, but, shout, but, you know, we're going to keep it moving forward. But one thing um, on the flip side, I will say is that it's also a pleasure to, again, just going back to a relationship thing, just to be able to actually be working with my brother, GLC. Uh, GLC, again, is a Chicago legend. You know, um, and he has his own in the music industry and just so much that he's done for the culture in Chicago. And um, him and I, he's also a partner, an equity partner in this uh, uh, with uh, Will Kronja. So to actually not only be working with me and G, because that's, that's actually how I met GLC. Uh, he hired me to, in a store called The Lark, which was a clothing store in Evergreen Plaza. Another legendary ass store. At GLC, wow. before he was famous, before Kanye Blue, because he was on, he's a Grammy Award winning artist. People don't, don't know who GLC is. Again, you just Google this shit, right? GLC not only is a Grammy Award uh, winning artist, he also has just recently won Emmys. He won some local Emmys for some shit that he did. Uh, God damn. Like, I was about to say, hey, man, I want to talk to GLC, but he sounds like a busy bro, guy. You should, he... No, 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 you should. No, he, he, that's my, first of all, that's my brother, too. I've been knowing GL. Me, I met him in, like, 2002. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's how long I've been knowing him. Wow. So, again, before Kanye Blue. Yeah, man. And, like, man, he just wanted to be one of the most genuine, one of my best friends, for sure. And but we we met my point of saying all this is that we met work through work because he hired mm-hmm. me and that's how I knew yeah. he was too. <laughs> you know, good he hired me. And then uh uh and then you know now to be able to me and him to be partners in this in this company and try to like do something again, like it's just it's so dope because me and him we always been, have been working to build each other's brand and you know again we always together anyway but to actually be partners in something doing this new venture is, is super cool man so i'm excited about it. i'm really excited about this yeah dude fucking cheers to that cheers to that that's so exciting again congrats because i'm really excited not only do you get to work with good friends you're doing good things um i have to just say those rolling trays uh once again are so fucking cool just for people you know look it up cronja culture but it's this rolling tray that you can easily like stuff in your book bag, fold it up in your pocket, anything. And then it like, there's little buttons, you snap it into place and it it's a roll. It's a, the, one of the coolest portable rolling trays I've ever seen. So just had to plug that really quick. Thank um, you, bro. And I really yeah. use it. Yeah. It's a travel tray. Yeah. I, I take it everywhere. Hell yeah. It goes all, it goes along with that weed travel food, man. So man, that's <laughs> yeah. again, it makes sense. I'm not just out here just trying to hawk shit. And you know, people will see, I don't really like talk about it like trying to sell it like that. Cause I got a I got a whole nother play, you know, like the the, mm-hmm. the trays are just a, they just a brick in the, yeah. in the in the in the tower, you know. So for sure. Um, so um tell us about some of the things you're doing with Clubhouse, you know, because like I, I know some people uh, are getting getting onto Clubhouse and they're trying to get connected. And one of the questions I was going to ask you, you know, because um, you're doing all these different things involved in the cannabis industry, and everybody's question is always like, "How do you get into it?" But I know one of the answers is you start networking, right? And so, tell us about some of the events you're doing regularly on Clubhouse that if people want to tune in and how they can tune in. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So first, man, Clubhouse is amazing. Clubhouse is, is uh, I mean, right now, I don't know what it's going to become when they really fully launch it, but right now, and actually really, I, I almost feel like the golden era of Clubhouse is almost kind of past, but new stuff, does, cool stuff does have, still happen on the app, so I'm not going to say that, like, but yeah. 
Clubhouse is really amazing. So people who aren't familiar, Clubhouse is an audio-only app. And basically, you have rooms. Anybody can start a room at any time. Uh, but rooms can be started. Um, and there's a virtual stage. And then there's a virtual audience. People are allowed to raise their hand, to be brought up, to speak uh, by moderators. Um, and uh, that's, that's the gist of it. Yep. Uh, but the thing is that, uh, again, when Clubhouse first started, it was kind of really like the who's who of people, but yeah. it was it was two type of who's who's. It wasn't the the it wasn't celebrity who's who's. It was the tech industry who's who's. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, and it was like medical and like so that's kind of like what it really was. And then a couple people from entertainment started on there. I got on in December. The, the app has only existed since March, I believe, of last yeah. year. Uh, I got on early December, December 8th. At that time, I believe there were still less than 500,000 people on Clubhouse at the time that I got on. Um, and then it just exploded probably uh-huh. around the end of December, definitely in January, because I remember when they when they hit a million. And it was yeah. a big, big, big deal on the app. Was rooms were popping up everywhere, talking about Clubhouse had a million uh, people. You know, it's a million people on the app. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, think of it like uh, you know, you can hear people, leaders of whatever industry that you're in, talk about it. And I mean, for me personally, what I'm doing with Clubhouse uh, is uh, two things. Number one, um, networking uh, with people, but even more than that. I'm really building building relationships, you know, because yeah. I, I do. I spend a lot of time on Clubhouse because Clubhouse. One thing you can do is you can uh, talk to people, and it gives you the opportunity. If you're in good rooms, they give you the opportunity to speak, and some people can, you know, they'll give you if you if you are talking something good that people want to hear, they'll, they'll let keep going. You know, they'll let you expound yeah. as much as you want and you can just speak your mind and you can just speak like, so everything that we talked about in our previous interviews, uh, I've talked about on Clubhouse. Hell yeah. Everything, all the, you know, the other companies that I went through, all the, the battles, all the shit that I've been dealing with here in Illinois. I've talked about all of that stuff in depth and yeah. everything, my negotiations with, comp- my, with my partnerships, why I decided to partner with an MSO, all that stuff that I talked about on WBZ with Kim Fox and LaShawn Ford uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I got, I've gone into all of that stuff on Clubhouse. So two things happened there, right? Number one, people know that I know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they know I'm going to do shit. And then the other thing that happens is that you, you, you join bonds with people who can, who can relate and who have some empathy for uh, what you're going through, right? Because if you're in the cannabis industry, I don't care where you are in the world, you're going through, it's a, it's a battle. And yep. there's so many people that's been fighting this battle longer than before I was even alive. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm on Clubhouse learning history about, you know, how the movements really started and where uh, different uh, cultivars really came from. And, uh, you know, it's, it's super, super interesting. So, yeah, I'm just on there really just building up the community. I'm, I really want to build it up for Illinois specifically. It's not a lot of people in Illinois that are really in the shit to the point where, or at least not that, that are talking about it. I'm trying to get people yeah. in Illinois in the Illinois industry to get on there. And, but, you know, people are busy and some people don't want to speak because, again, Illinois isn't 
Like if you work in the Illinois industry, like you work for one of the MSOs in yep. most cases, you know, so a lot of them are reluctant to, to come on there because they can't speak as freely. And they're basically like, <laughs> they get shitted on by like, yeah. by like a lot of the other people because, you know, sure. it's, it's hard to it's hard to work for an MSO right now and be treated well yeah i mean you get treated yeah. fairly but i mean you know like i think there's some um hostilities there that mm-hmm. uh, especially in other states like california like uh california they like you don't see any of the large mso cal- people in california and there's some people from like mad man i mean I, I you know and that's the thing like it's interesting there's a couple there's a guy on there that i talk to a lot and he's like one of the he was he calls himself mad madman's first employee like okay. <laughs> <laughs> he like he's like super like so he was around for a lot of shit and he, I think yeah. he's still there you know so I mean some people are willing to talk and talk about it and you know stand up and you know be there but I mean I think that's the thing right so it's, that's where clubhouse is spe- uh, clubhouse is so special because you can talk to the first guy that ever worked yeah. with Mad Man you could talk to like I've been in the rooms one of the coolest the coolest things based on clubhouse. Was that all? One day, all of like the the culture brands, and that's why I said like I think the good days of Clubhouse kind of passed because I don't know if you're ever going to get a chance where like all the top people in club uh, in the cannabis industry, like the like the street brands, even like the stuff that people kind of like, oh, is that really like cookies, right? Like, yeah, Burner was in the room, but I mean, Al with Viola, um, um, Be Real from Cypress Hill. Um, you know, pop brothers at law are on there all the time yeah pop brothers at law well i'm thinking about this day in particular though it was one night in particular oh, gotcha, it yeah. was all like all of us the entire cannabis industry were all in one room and they had like all like the top people up at the top and wow. me, <laughs> and me Holy shit. I, actually got, I actually got the screenshot <laughs> i actually took a screenshot of it and because the crazy the super crazy part about it is this is a dude named hawaii on there and people don't know who hawaii is you should you should look him up he's a chef for hire on yeah. uh on instagram and he's super in, i don't know if you know who i'm talking about but he's um he's uh he used to be one of mob deep's um i think he was mob deep's manager and he's uh oh. like you know so he's in the industry and he does like yeah. infused dining he's a chef you know what i'm saying and he does like these a few almost like what manny does and stuff like that so he's super yeah. into that shit but he you know really into uh into the culture and everything but he was moderating that day and so it was crazy because it was all these industry giants a grass house I mean, Gas House, uh, which is a which is a guy out of Atlanta who's out there, Felix, who's out of um, out there in Cali now. And they all these like just super super big ass brands and me, right? Yeah. And so then they was like, all right, we're gonna talk about what we smoking now. You know how Clubhouse is when you're kind of like when they bring you up last, so you one of the last people brought up on the stage. You're at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. So I was one of the last people brought up at the stage, and so I was I probably was the last person brought up at the stage because it was like, hey, what we smoking? He was like, you know what? We're gonna start at the bottom. It was like, Mike, what you smoking? Oh shit, bro! I'm like, just so <laughs> happened, just so happened, I had some shit. You know what I'm saying? I had some shit. So uh, I think that's when I had the um, now that one when I had the Han Solo. No, that was when I had that first. That first batch from Chicago Kush. Oh, um, I can't even uh, cold snap the, or had, something like that. I had the yeah, I had the shy the mints. I had the shy mints. I had the um legend OG. Oh yeah, and it was the Han Solo. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's what I had. 
So, but I didn't tell him that because I had some other shit. I had just came back. This is the <laughs> thing. I had just came back from California. <laughs> so I had some other shit too. I had, but I did tell him, I said, I told him I had the Han Solo burger. They was like, cause he was like, he was like, oh, what else? He like, what else you got? I'm like, yeah. man, I got some, I had some peanut butter breath, uh, Rossin from, um, Punch. Uh, I got from out of LA. And then I had, um, I had some shit called Garlic Grove. That was from Next Green Way. Yeah. They, they, they was like, all right. They was like, the whole, they was like, okay, okay. He got it. He got it. That was the, bro, that was the craziest night on Clubhouse. I have the screenshots of all, not only that, all the people that was in their room that night and me on the stage. <laughs> Little old That's me so on the cool, stage. man. Not just in the room, but on the stage with all these fucking like weed legends, bro. And everybody was smoking out, talking about what they smoking on, you know. So they had me kick it off. That shit was fucking crazy. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot or anything, but you are somewhat of a weed legend here in Illinois. I know, <laughs> man. So nah, it, man, it's, that's you cool, deserve man. a place up there. You yeah, but you know, up up there. in Cali, man, that that shit is different, man. You know, they sure. they some OGs for real. You know, some of the right. people that was on that stage, They're way they back, old. yeah, yeah, they were some motherfuckers down there older than me. I mean, you know, yeah, like I, be real, I, like I, you I said, he goes way back, yeah, way um, back, yeah, no, for sure. So what I was going to have you plug though, uh, is it weed travel food on clubhouse? Is that your handle on clubhouse? Yeah. That's my handle on clubhouse. That's what I said. I'm weed travel food everywhere. Everywhere. Weed travel, yep. every, weed travel food everywhere. Weed travel food on clubhouse. But again, I'm Michael Malcolm also yep. everywhere. Yep. You yep. can find me. If you just Google me, I'm everywhere. You said every Sunday you got sessions two to five, right? So people can tune in. Yeah, so I also have my Weed Travel Food Club on Clubhouse as well that you can follow. Cool. And that's been doing numbers, which is really uh cool. I'm appreciative of that. And so yeah, I don't host I don't host clubs a lot. So that's what you would ask me, right? About the rooms yeah. that I moderate. So you brought up how to get into the industry. So there's several rooms that I moderate and several clubs that I'm an admit for, right? So the way Clubhouse also works is that each person is actually going to be allowed to have two clubs. So, Cole, if you haven't already, I get you should uh, sign up for your club on Clubhouse and you will get it. I will do that. Yeah. You I'll go to Clubhouse, to clubhouseguide.com mm-hmm. uh, and you can sign up for your club and you can sign up for two clubs. So okay. sign up for two clubs. You will get approved. It'll, it'll take some time because there's not a lot of people working that work for Clubhouse, but yeah. you will get approved eventually. Um, so I have two clubs. I have We Travel Food Club. And I have a club called Black Foodies Unite. Because <laughs> nice. uh, I didn't see any, any like black foodie clubs on the club. Yeah. So I just created one. Uh, so, um, uh, so yeah. So my We Travel Food Club, I host that every Sunday from 2 to 5. And I talk about anything. Like today, I talked about um, uh, my cousin, my blood cousin, uh, wanted to do a uh, Ask Can We Do uh, a room about your fears, facing your fears. And nice. I was like, sure. Like, I don't care. And I was like, let's just do it in the weed travel food club because I got the most followers and I got those yeah, people. Yeah. Let's like, make sure, let's make sure we get an audience for it. And let's get, and we did, we went for three hours and I had, I had a lot of people in the room when I just closed it down and it was really cool. And the week before that I did, um, that was Valentine's day weekend. I, I did a room under the weed travel food club. I did yeah. a room called um, "Self Love Is the Best Love," right? right. <laughs> they just have people go. I talk a lot of weed on there, so I'm also a, an admin of one of the clubs. Uh, it's actually a club called "How to Get Into the Cannabis Industry," 
I'm one of the admins and I'm one of the moderators on there. So the weekend that I, that I like really got addicted to Clubhouse, like the entire cannabis industry kind of found each other. The cream kind of rise to the top. And we did a room called How to Get Into the Cannabis Industry. That shit was legendary. That room went for six days straight, 24 hours. And people for six days, bro, for six days, waited in line. It was about 20 mods. It was about 200 to people at any given time, right? And people just waited to ask their questions about the cannabis industry and their ideas and like people were introducing themselves and it was bro it was it was amazing and so those people we uh created a, a, a club called how to get into the cannabis industry and so we run those clubs periodically a few times a week um but if you just follow me on uh clubhouse you'll see all the all that's that's how clubhouse works you just follow who you want to follow right. if you want to turn on the alert for me you can i don't like a lot of people tell people to do that i don't even tell people to follow me it just happens but um uh you know you can even turn on alert so that you will know when somebody is speaking but yeah. i also uh host uh, and moderate a real estate room every tuesday morning from 8 a.m to like 10 o'clock sometimes we go to 10 30 but I host a real estate room called um, How Real Estate Professionals Are Using Clubhouse. <laughs> and uh, I, I co-moderate that room with a couple of realtors from around the country, a few of them from here in Chicago that I've done work with. Um, so I'm, I host real estate rooms. I'm also in the feed boost room, uh, feed, yeah, the food beast rooms as well. So I'm mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm on Clubhouse talking about all this shit i'm also in in the stock rooms i'm like with the crypto i don't know if you Fuck guys yeah. are in the cryptocurrency so i'm in the crypto so i'm in those rooms a lot so yep. I, i'm all in on clubhouse i love it what do you, what do cool. you think about it i love it man like i was telling you just before we got on here you know like uh i've had a real i have i had a real i've had a really good experience with it i can't speak because i'm so high um, i know right <laughs> i uh which is this always happens with you, man. We get to smoking. Um, so it, it, like I, the experience though that I was alluding to before we hopped on air that uh, I thought was really awesome was uh, there was a Holocaust survivors um, room. And, you know, I, when I was young, uh, a Holocaust survivor had come to my school, but again, I was young. I felt like I didn't appreciate uh, or, or, that maybe that's not the right word. I didn't really understand the depth of what they were telling me. Right. I didn't Mm -hmm. get, you know, when people tell you these things and you're young and you are, I'm just going to say it privileged. Like I can't came up like, you know, like I didn't live the life that that person lived like, holy fucking shit. But I didn't get that because of that. Like I couldn't even like tune in relate. And I was also young. So it's hard to, you know, but now coming around and learning about those subjects and looking back on that experience, I was like super regretful that I wasn't, didn't come with like a fucking list of questions, you know, like, and I was like, why didn't I like record that, you know? And um, I had a lot of regrets, but I was able to like clubhouse gave me an experience or an opportunity to interface with other Holocaust survivors and, and almost kind of get, get back. Cause now I can appreciate you know, the wisdom that, that you can get from people like that. So, um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up though. Cause you know, people ask us all the time, like how to get in the cannabis industry and we're like, Hey, you know, 
we're not in the cannabis industry. We're just like talking. We just bought some microphones and we upload our sound clips to the internet. We're not in the cannabis industry, but we talk to a lot of people that are. And so we always try to ask people, um, yeah, how, how best to get into it. And I know I felt like, yeah, one of the answers was networking and clubhouse is a fucking great tool right now for doing that. Um, so I would actually, definitely. I would actually put a spin if you would allow me on, yeah. on actually what you just said, because I would argue Cole that you are in the cannabis industry because your, your podcast is cannabis like centric. You know what I mean? Like that's what you talk about. You know, you blaze up throughout your shows every time so you are in the cannabis industry and that's i think that's the bigger thing that people have to see like you can't miss the forest for the trees you know what i'm saying like like you're you're in it you know if you all you have to do because this is the thing right and I'm, and I'm glad we go here real quick because people have also been blowing me up about how to get into the cannabis industry so much so that first of all i've exploded and i'm, and I'm so thankful to it too because really what i try to do is one of the ways that i figure i could be of most use on clubhouse is to just give advice right yeah. and that's how i've been able to grow so far i've got i've got thousands and thousands of followers on, on clubhouse and it's amazing to see the growth over on there i mean i'm growing like i can't i can't believe it and those followers are translating to instagram because that's what i have linked i have my yeah. might be the guy really i'm quick. almost at thank you for your time today just wanted to say oh, no, I no, 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 I know Joe. I mean, we're friends, you know, I, but, you know, I, I actually think about it like, you know, these people who reach out, uh, reach out to me. I actually have been doing consultations through Clubhouse and I, I created a calendar, a calendar, calendarly, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, account. Calendly. Yeah. Calendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, calendly yeah those account. things are fun. Yeah. I love those things. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I created one of those accounts so I could like manage it a little bit easier and get people on the schedule. Um, and take and take actual calls. I do 30 minutes for free. Um, and uh, you want one of the things I hear most is how do I get in? Right. And I can think whatever you're doing already, just apply that to cannabis. Yep. Right. I mean, and I give you an example. What I already knew how to do was take pictures of food and travel and posted on Instagram and so that people thought it was interesting. So I just took pictures of weed, <laughs> right? It's right. the exact same thing. I just added weed. I took pictures of food. So I'm going to take pictures of weed now. I didn't do anything like really that, right? And then the other thing, the other thing is too bad because, again, okay, add some complexity on it, right? I also now know how to market and sell real estate online and Hell digitally. Yeah. Right. I know how to sell real estate. I know how to take pictures of real estate. Right. I know how to talk about real estate. So I also apply those skills. Right. Of my marketing and branding, because what's one thing I like to say about at properties at properties is the uh, brokerage that I'm with. At properties is the number one. We're always like number one and number two in the city and we've, ever since I've been there uh, for for everything. Um, and what, one thing I always tell people about at properties, the reason that I went to them is at properties, uh, we're more than just a real estate brokerage. At properties is great. They're like a branding and marketing company. That's what they are. It just so happens that we sell real estate. Yeah. <laughs> the tools that we have at properties is all about technology. We have some amazing technology at, at properties to help us sell real estate. And that's what people don't 
realize about app properties. Like a lot comes one of the reasons why I've been with them since 2012. Uh, no, wait, 2012? Yeah, 2012. Been with app properties since September 2012, right? Um, because of the 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 backing and stuff that we have, the technology that we use, and 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 the way that we advertise the property we have, and the strategies that we use, all of that stuff, I still have access to. Right. And instead of like stealing that and trying to do my own real estate company, I just take those ideas and just apply them to, to weed. <laughs> yeah. <Hell> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And come up with some whole other shit, you know? So that's where a lot of like my shit comes from. And so, you know, I think people can do the same thing. So I would say, like, Cole, like you actually did it one step further where as you just told me today I was your first uh, uh, interview. So I know we talked about weed. So you started off with we and i've seen some of the people i'm proud of you um you and justine and the way that you guys have grown in this seeing you interview some huge people and giving away some amazing products i'm like holy shit you're giving away a fucking oh that's a hit of up and say man send me one of those fucking yeah i wouldn't do that i'm glad you do that and everything so i wouldn't put no pressure on you like shit you gave away some cool shit though you know so hell yeah yeah, proud of you guys, man, and everything that you guys are doing. Glad to see the growth. I'm, I'm happy that I said yes from the very beginning. Even though I remember the first time we had some issues. <laughs> Dude, I was literally looking back at that, folks. You got to listen to that episode because not only can you hear Mike's story, which is awesome, but you can just hear me having a quite a week. I was looking back on that. And Mike, we, so backstory on it. We had tried to record the podcast <laughs> twice before and we were just having problems. And so we tried it the third time and uh, at the time we were gearing up to go and I walk, I'm walking into my office and I like step into the carpet and it's a puddle. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, so I have to call the maintenance guy because at the time we're in an apartment. And so I'm getting ready to go on the podcast with you as this maintenance guy is ripping out my wall because there's a fucking, <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? No, we're doing this fucking podcast. I don't give a damn. So thank you for being patient with me all, all the way through this. No, no, no. I didn't know. It's cool though, but it was, it was really interesting. Uh, I'm proud to see your growth, man. And, you yeah. know, we just grow together, bro. You know, that's the way it is. And, uh, you know, take it as we come. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, it's just, it's just, it's just good to see, uh, it happen. But, uh, no, but clubhouse is an amazing way. I mean, can you get into the cannabis industry on clubhouse? Yes. It's probably a little bit harder than it would have been if you were on in December. Yeah. <laughs> get in December, like people were literally getting hired on clubhouse. Like people like doing, especially when the can how to get into the cannabis industry. Bro, I got somebody a job at three 30 in the morning because I was in another room and this person was like talking and I was in that room talking. And then they asked me about something about the cannabis industry. Cause he saw my bio. And I said, you know, I said, I don't, whatever it was, I couldn't answer her question. I just remembered that, but I remembered her name. So then I went back into the cannabis industry room and I was in there for a while. And hours later, the same lady, she comes into the cannabis industry room and I was a moderator in there. So I pulled her up onto the stage. I pulled yeah. her up onto the stage and I said, whatever her name was, I said, hey, can you ask that same question, but direct it at this moderator? He can uh -huh. answer your question. So she asked the question. They start talking. Now, mind you, it's like three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. They're, but they're talking, though, right? They're talking, and the conversation probably goes on for a good 10 to 15 minutes, like, back and forth. It's a really good rapport. He says, uh, he says, so what's your deal? Like, are you working? And he was, he's based out of uh, Vegas. He said, are you working? And she said, yeah, I'm working. But he said, are, are you, inter- you know, are you looking for work or something? And she's like, yeah, I could do something. He said, uh, he was like, man, shoot me your resume. And it was maybe like Sunday morning at, at 3 a.m. He's like, shoot me your resume and let's, and, uh, and your email and let's set up, I'll set up you for an interview. If you want, you can come in on Monday and see if we can get you going here because I'm hiring and I need somebody right now. I'm in Vegas as well. And do, 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 do. Wow. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. Three in the morning. I'm like, and I tell, I remember, telling, I say, yo, if you don't send that fucking email right now, like yeah. you got, and this guy who did it, like he was super legit. I don't know what happened with that, you know, but he's still on the app and, and him and I are, are still talking. So I never asked him if he, if she actually did it, everything, but um, sure. that happened, bro. Three. So it was, that was possible back then in december yeah in december it's yeah. like that's still possible and it's funny because these same people uh that same guy and some other people we actually were just in a private room on uh, how to get into the cannabis industry room just this past weekend talking about how we're going to start doing these rooms up again more regularly and we're going to do like i think maybe even next weekend we're going to start we're going to do like a marathon session again sweet yeah, like we like intentionally, like we're going to open up a room because we yeah. open up a how to get into the cannabis industry room. Trust me when I tell you, bro, the people that are going to be in that room co-mobbing with me are people who can legit get you into the cannabis industry if you have your shit together. Yeah. You know, so people, you know, depending on the state that you're in and blah, 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 blah of course, as well. But if you're looking for advice, all of that type of stuff, we're going to be doing those rooms pretty soon. And, and again, they are called how to get into the cannabis industry. That's the name that, of the club. <laughs> that's legit, dude. That's legit. So folks, keep your eyes out for that. And uh if you if you can't, you know, if you can't though get on Clubhouse, because I know Clubhouse can still, it's some for some people still hard to get on get into. Um, you know, just engage, engage with the ca- cannabis community. If you found us, you're gonna find a cl- conglomerate of other folks. I mean, we've been collaborating with folks all over the state, and it's all about just connecting and uh, really, man, it goes back to something you told me. And, and one of the, I don't know if it was the third time we recorded or the first time or the second <laughs> time, but in the first few conversations we had, you instilled uh, this quote in me. It's all about give and gain. And I have just been living by that with this podcast. And um, it's, it's real. And somebody, we had somebody on the other day, I got to give a shout out to him, cooked on the couch. He's the uh, uh, world's first cannabis couch cook cooking show and uh he's out of canada he was really cool so that was the first time we went international with the podcast but he said giving is living or living is giving one way or the other and uh man uh if you guys are looking to get into the cannabis industry i would say that that's one of the unique things about this industry is that people seem so apt to connect give gain um, but it's all about connecting and engaging. I would say that's the first start. Start networking. I know that sounds so cliche, but if so, if you don't have Clubhouse, you can do it another way. Um, just yeah, that's folks. yeah, no, one thousand percent. And you know, I made a I made a post early when I was on Clubhouse. I think I was at fifteen hundred followers, and I made a post because I was growing fast. I was like, holy shit, I'm growing fast as hell over here, right? And people were like sending me DMs, like, how are you growing so fast? 
And I was yeah. like, well, really? Again, this is when the how to get into the cannabis industry rooms were just trying to start up. And I was telling people, I said, well, really, all I'm really doing is listening to people. Like I talk about myself to give you an introduction, to give you uh, some idea of where my, my mind is and what perspective I'm coming from. Right. That's why I always start off every time I introduce myself on Clubhouse. I always start off with I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> I, you know, all the stuff I do in weed, I still don't forget that I also am a licensed real estate agent. So anything I yep. say on Clubhouse, I say it with keeping in mind that I have a license already that mm-hmm. is on the line. Yes, yep. I go. I go be on Clubhouse to say. Yeah, remind thing. yourself. Hell yeah! <laughs> like I'm a licensed. That's clever. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, but the the way I think I've really been able to grow on there, and I think the way you grow in life, the way you grow on in business, is to give. So I spend the majority, the vast majority of my time on Clubhouse, trying to add value and help other people do what they uh, need to do. You know, that's that's my goal. I want to I try to help people or try to encourage not just encourage people, but actually uh, connect dots, you know, um, and really um, I, I try not to piggyback. You know, I'm like, oh, I want to piggyback off of what somebody said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I ain't with the piggyback or the veggie backing. I want to <laughs> add a different perspective most times. You know, I want to add something new that hasn't been said. And what I want to really do more than anything, more than just like like razzle dazzle people and shit is I want to like really try to help, you know, and like really add value. So, again, that's one of the reasons why. And I'll throw that out there to your audience, because I've had a few people from your audience that reached out to me. It was like, man, I heard you on the Chilling Quick podcast and it was really cool. So I love that. And if anybody wants to reach out to me again, you can reach out to me through my Instagram if you want to schedule as of right now, I'm still doing free consultations for 30 minutes. If you like legit, not forget, no, just reach out to me because you want to talk. Like, that's what club, <laughs> hey that's man, what clubhouse what you is for. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what clubhouse. I'm on clubhouse is that. But if you really have like a business, yeah. like, bro, people reach out to me. Like, somebody just reached out to me, and I, ugh, it's crazy. I know so much. I know so much, and I could put so much shit out there, but I'm not going to say it. But there's somebody who reached out to me. Dig this. I won't say this. You know, I always pay. Oh, you're, oh, you're, oh, you're. I want to say this, but I'm not going to say who. So I spoke to somebody who is one of the perfect scores. Yeah. Right, right now that has the, mm-hmm. the 21, right? Just met this person. Spoke to this person who is one of the perfect scores who signed a deal with um, their partners that their 51% is going to go down to 1%. Their fifty-one percent ownership yeah. that they have to have in the right. company that they get, and if they win a I, license, is going to go down to one percent. They signed. Yeah. So they can yeah, do they that. They signed. No, they can't do that. They signed a fucked up ass contract, and okay. uh, you know, it's something of course that the state isn't aware of. But that's like how just so the fact that I know that that exists, and I'm going to let that person deal with that issue the way that they. Uh, like we talked through it and yeah. I appreciate that person for reaching out to me. So I'm not going to like speak on it. I'm going to yeah. wait to see how this whole thing plays out. But this just to show you like how fucked up shit is. Like there's some people out there. I mean, I hate that that person got duped into even signing something like that. Um, that again, they didn't have an attorney at the time when they did the deal. But what's, what's really scary is that even if they do get the 51% back, uh, and this is one of the things that they brought up to me is that these are their partners. 
if they win. Like, what if they actually win it? Yeah. Fuck. Like, what if they actually win still the in license? the boat? Yeah. Now they, now they, now they tie. You know, and I don't think that the that that bogus ass deal is probably even enforceable. I'm pretty sure that they they wouldn't be able to enforce that. But it is crazy that this is like part of that 21. It's one of the 21 has signed a has signed a contract. Of course, before they had the perfect score, yeah. But they signed a contract that their 51 percent ownership, the social equity applicant, is going to go down. The ownership is going to go to one percent. Man, that's sad. Now, people, people do not believe me. Well, I don't even say go looking for it because right now I, I gave them some solid advice and I'm hoping that they're going to turn it around. And we don't know what's going to happen moving forward because I think that's the most important thing is who actually gets the licenses. But uh, I got my eye on that. I just know I got my ears to the streets. Good, good. You know? Yeah, no, and I and I hear about something like that might happen. So it's just yeah, crazy. I've, to hear I've heard. That are you, well, that was the thing. Yeah, I, I, I and I, uh, I would say too. Yeah, the same thing. I didn't. I've heard about it in different states. Yeah, I've heard about it in different states. I've heard it from people that it happened to in different states. But to know that it's happening in this round that I'm up against, and not only did it happen, but it happened to one of the people that actually has one of the perfect scores right now. Like they have a deal like that in place. And whether I get a license or not, I am terrified for that person. Yeah. Not whether whether they get their 51 back or not, I'm terrified for that person. Well, they can, yeah, I hope that like it's terrible. It's a, like, and that's what that person told me that um you know, that they're really terrified at the opportunity of actually winning the license and what that yeah. may mean. Like, cause they're not to join to the hip with this motherfucker and they just know that they are doing business with a, with a dirty motherfucker. Yeah. And like, how do you move on if you do win, like you say, like, how do you, cause if you've got 50, you know, 40, yeah. 50, if they had 51, then you got that other, you know, other percentage. Yeah. The other part, yeah. They got 49. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. you're basically going to be at gridlock stalemate, you know? No, the fifty-one forty-nine isn't the thing because that's that's the same deal that I have with Columbia Care. So okay. I get a fifty-one percent equity to have a billion-dollar partner. That's how I look at it. Like I'm following okay. that. That one percent is everything. But the thing about your forty-nine percent though is that Columbia Care's in it with you, and they've been, you know, they, you know, you guys have had a good relationship. What you're saying though is that these. 40 the 49 percent and whoever you know we're talking about um they're not going to be in it to win it <laughs> so just to put it you know you know well i mean yeah they might they're not uh negotiating their faith they're probably they're not good partners they're predatory partners right. and they're taking it right. they're already trying to take advantage of somebody who they think doesn't know as much now you know i don't think i'm speaking out of turn to say i don't think like, like when my initial terms that i signed if I had, I had signed the initial terms that uh, Columbia Care, or I said initial offer that they put out there, I don't think that that would have necessarily worked in my been in my favor either. There was yeah. a lot of things that I negotiated and had changed, uh, but it definitely wasn't anything like that. You know, it wasn't anything with the <laughs> right, right, where you fucking yeah, losing. yeah, they weren't trying to like yeah, right, they weren't trying to take the company away from me in a few years. That's fucked up, man. That's fucked you up. Know. But, you know, that's one of the things we all got to stay diligent. We got to keep fighting. You know, I don't feel like, you know, like I said, whether whether I get a license or not, I want to make sure that the uh, Illinois industry 
is uh is um you know has some ethics here and um uh, we're not gonna just let anybody just come i know the one thing about me bro i'm not just gonna let just it's like uh, it's trying not to think of it like the old the old streetways. I don't want just these out of town motherfuckers coming in Chicago, just selling weed and taking advantage of people and doing all type of wild shit. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I've been so not eager to speak out against them. But I hold I'm one of those people. I hold my powder all the way <laughs> until they like get on my goddamn nerves, and then I gotta just let it let empty the clip, you know. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, like I, I try to keep it that way. And um, like I said, even with something like this, like it's, I, I appreciate that person's confidence and trust in me that they would even bring something like that to me. I'm gonna keep that story in my back pocket. I haven't told anybody about it, um, sure. but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna talk, to, keep talking to that person and making sure that uh, they are able to get through this mess. However, but that's what's going on out here. Fuck, man. Well, um. I don't mean to, cause you know, this is a good conversation. I don't mean to say like, Oh, let's spin it to a positive. If, especially if you have anything no. else to say, but I do want to talk about, you know, I, I read your blog post about traveling during the pandemic and I just wanted to maybe end on a cool slash positive sure. note, you know, cause yeah, you did yeah, a sure. really cool trip. So tell us, Thanks, tell us bro. about it. Yeah. A little bit about that real quick. So um, I went to Jamaica. It was my girlfriend's birthday and we had already had COVID. Um, it was actually a really rough time for me. Actually, talking about, it. wish it was more well, positive. Did you? Yeah. I'm trying to make a joke here, really quick. Did you? Yeah. Uh, did you go during the Jamaican weed shortage? Is that why it was a hard time for you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that I don't fucking believe. I don't know what the fuck that was. I saw that story. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. fucking stupid. No. no, that's crazy, right? A Jamaican weed shortage. Get out of here. Was, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, that. Is, it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't even know. Don't like writing about a water shortage in the ocean. Yeah. Like, what the fuck yeah, are you I'm talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sounds so dumb. Um, but no, uh, but no, it's interesting though. No, so uh, yeah, just briefly. Um, so it was actually a time where I was actually really mentally, I felt like it was one of the times where I was probably at one of the lowest moments. Like I was a little depressed during that time. Um, I had uh, I had COVID in July, and I gave it to my girlfriend. I got it when I was out working doing real estate. I think I don't. I'm not gonna blame it on my clients because they never tested positive but somehow i got sick just being out sure. and about and being around yep. people um i got sick during the summertime this was in J- middle of july um me her and i we both recovered uh fairly quickly um and, and we're still good right now we didn't have any lingering symptoms at least as far as we can tell so that's a good thing um but during that time when i was sick my uncle passed my mother's brother and um my yeah. my family um thankfully that, well, not thankfully, but they had to, um, they postponed the funeral for an entire week because I was still in quarantine yeah. just so that I can make it to the funeral. So like, that was like crazy that yeah. happened. And then, um, uh, it was a couple of other things. Like, I think like, you know, seeing Trump talk fucking crazy all the time, like he was like denying the shit even existed and I'm fucking like sick. <laughs> you know, that, right. So that was going on. And, uh and, oh and one of the and then um all the stuff that was coming out it was that was right around the time also that the the scores came out and yeah. i found out that i wasn't in that first 21 and like so i'm like what the like 
like the score, like now I'm not in the fucking lottery and I'm thinking I'm out of it. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not knowing that lawsuits are coming. So I'm like fucking bummed out about that. And it was something else that happened, man. It was just a lot, you know? Yeah. And my girl, she, um, you know, her birthday was coming up in, in October. And so, um, uh, oh, I, I know too. Then, then the other shit that happened with the in-state operators here, like yeah. that whole shit. And I'm like fighting with them all the time. And I'm like, man, I'm just tired. I'm mentally exhausted. Like it's too much. And we always travel for her birthday anyway. And I was like, well, you know, we've already been sick. And I think we probably got a little bit of immunity right now. So why don't we try to travel somewhere that number one, again, because I know I got eyes on me, let's go somewhere where we can really isolate really. And we don't, yeah. we can like be respectful of people. If we do travel, let's be respectful of the local population and not like be on some super touristy yeah. action packed adventure like we normally like to do, you know? Yeah. So uh, we rented us uh, Airbnb um, in, uh, in Jamaica in Treasure Beach which is on the south side of the island, which is um, not a touristy, not a super touristy town. And, uh, and and rented a car and I drove down there on the opposite side of the road. If anybody wants to see this too, again, one of those things where I save these, this stuff in my highlights. So definitely yeah. check out the highlights because you'll see. Dude, the highlights fact, for that is so fucking cool. Yeah, that looked thank like you, such bro. a cool trip. That was, man, like fucking, I drove for the first time on the opposite side of the road. <laughs> that shit was fucking crazy. I don't know what, I don't know what gives me the idea I can do like this. <laughs> <laughs> I never done. My girl's like, are you sure you can do this? I'm like, why not? Like, yeah. Like, it, like, yeah, like it's not fucking brain surgery, just the opposite side of the road and everything sure. is completely different. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. And I'm in another country. And it's... But, um. I bet that was a trip. Hello? You there? Fuck, bro. Hey, it's all good though. We we're good. We're totally good. No Safe. worries. Oh yep. shit. Okay, so sorry. That's actually so the person who just called me, I fucking had to hang up real quick. Is actually that's the head general manager for Acreage Holding for the entire state of Oregon. My homeboy. Oh Jack. shit. Well, you need to let. <laughs> no, you, cool. need no I call him back. No, that's actually my okay. Because I know I know we're about to finish up real quick. Yeah, I do want to talk. Like that's my guy though. But let's just show you. That's actually yeah. called me. No small little flex, real quick. Yeah, he runs. Sure. He runs the entire state of Oregon for acreage. That's my homie. Do you but care anyway. if I? Because we are recording. Do you care if I keep that in, or you want me to cut that out? No, I don't care. No, it's fact. No, <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we're back. We just we actually we accidentally disconnected because Mike's getting called by big names because he's a fucking superstar. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> just. Anyways, you're talking no, about driving. Awesome. On, you're talking about yeah. driving on the fucking uh, left side of the road and Jamaica yeah. and just how yeah, crazy yeah. it was yeah so that was crazy but it was really beautiful though was really what we did though we got this airbnb this cottage uh that was in uh treasure beach we had a private beach right. um it was like the the little airbnb we had was literally right on the beach like on stilts like the shit was so crazy and it was part of like a bigger estate so it was a larger house it, uh on the on the property and it was like just real big and it was gated and it was like a cliff that the gazebo was looking over and you know it was just so it you was guys just have amazing. to see this it's on his uh it's on your what is it what would it be called on your instagram it's my uh, highlights highlights yeah, yeah you guys everything have to see this. My highlights. fucking beautiful thank beautiful. you bro that was yeah, some so god the, shit look three three highlights they need to look at right three highlights i'm gonna give you to look at my mo you can really four so the herbal notes highlights because shout out Hell to yeah. manny and herbal shout notes they just 
Yeah, they just started up. So the Herbal Notes highlight, which is the most recent highlight on my page, then the Cali 2020 highlights, where I was just telling you about earlier, where you can see the entire uh, the entire thing from seed to sale, uh, the, the entire um, Cali uh, um, uh, uh, industry, okay, yeah. sorry, cannabis industry from seed to sale, the process, you can see it in my Cali 2020 highlights. And then the next highlight is my Jamaica highlight. Uh, with which the trip we we're just talking about, and then the next highlight after that is probably uh, the Portland highlight from last year too. When wow. I, it's just yeah. a lot of shit in Portland where I fucking show a whole lot of weed. I'm in dispensaries. I'm in farms. I'm like showing grows. I'm like showing waterfalls. It's crazy food. And then I'm in strip clubs. Like the shit is fucking <laughs> Hell shit yeah, is, bro. That, that shit was fucking lit. Yeah, it was Portland right when the, it was last year this time when the fucking world was in and I was in Portland kicking it hard as fuck, bro. So yeah, yeah all of that is in my highlights. Yeah, you want to check out my highlights. But yeah, Jamaica was amazing. It was it was such a vibe. And again, I always go back to relationships. So this little dope ass story. I was talking to my guy at Viola. And I had already booked my place down there. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm about to go to, down to Jamaica. And he's like, oh, we got some people down there we're talking to. So he was like, I'm going to connect you. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Again, just show you how just being in line with the universe and how just shit works. Uh, he reached out. Uh, he reached out to his friend. I was already down there. His friend reached out to me through WhatsApp. I'm like, yeah, I'm at this house. It was the yeah. what was it called? the uh, incredible college or the un- unbelievable college, some shit like that, whatever it was called. Because there's no addresses down there. It's the name, the name of the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's called, it's called yeah, the unforgettable <laughs> villa. I think that was the name of it. Right. That's I'm like, cool. yeah, I'm at unforgettable villa, right? He's like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna come by. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, right? Me and my girl, it's like the first or the second full day that we're down there, and we're on the beach. We're on our private beach. And the and the housekeeper he comes because there's a housekeeper who stayed on the premises while we was there, and he's like, "Hey, you got a guest?" Now, again, me and my girl on the beach. I'm like a guest. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, yeah. I got a guest. So I come up, and it's uh, it's this guy named Jason. And uh, just uh, you know, another little qu- quick backstory is before I went down there, I had I was actually reaching out to the Jamaican tourist board. Because I, huh. I was going down there and I wanted to like tell them like, hey, I got an idea to promote safe travel through COVID and show how Jamaica is how take how seriously they're taking it and how you can go to Jamaica and travel safely right now during a yeah. pandemic. Not just because not just off your own actions, but based off of like the actions and how serious the Jamaican uh, con- uh, government is taking the pandemic. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because they're pretty serious about it. Yeah, you, we have to download an app. Uh, because we weren't staying at a resort. We had to download yeah. an app that tracked where we were across the country every day. Right. And we had to check in daily and with a video and say whether or not we were experiencing symptoms or not. Right, we had right. to do that every day we were down there. And if we didn't do it, they would call us. And before you go down there, you have to test uh, negative within 10 days. Right. So right. all, yeah. So all of that happened. And then, um, so yeah. So anyway, we went down there and um and uh yeah like it, it was just super dope bro we got a chance to really uh to just just soak up to, oh and, oh just to end it off so so the guy he can he could have been anywhere on that island on that entire yeah. island 
right? He could have been anywhere. Just that house that we stayed in <laughs> to, from the airport was about two and a half hours away drive, right? Yeah. So that's how far I had to drive to get just to get to the airport, right? And back. <laughs> and it wasn't uh, a straight sh- It didn't look like a straight shot, just to add another nah, one. That's it. <laughs> it was fucking all, all over the place, right? <laughs> it was everywhere. Yo, that car, yeah. that car was a trooper. I can't believe it. <laughs> I made it through without made potholes and everything. I was, I, you know, I did a good job. I didn't fuck the car up or nothing. We had a good yeah. time. Um, but uh, the guy, it's the guy. So, so, so again, I didn't hear anything from the, from the Jamaican, uh, tra- travel board. So anyway, sure. I just went anyway, but my, my, my guy from Viola hooked me up with this guy. So the guy, uh, who, uh, who I was talking to down there, he actually comes to the house. It's, that's the guy who's at the house and turns out not only, not only is he in the cannabis industry, the legal cannabis industry down there in Jamaica, because J- Jamaica has not legalized, but they decriminalize and medical is like super easy down there now. Yeah. Um, he's he's in the, in the, not only is he but he's also in the hospitality industry down there, and he owns hotels and villas five ten minutes down the road from the house that I where I am. Like he's literally like right down the street on the same fucking street that the villa that I am is the guy that who's in the cannabis industry and he's in the hospitality industry and he owns a bunch of restaurants down there right so he's like oh i'm gonna take you to my restaurant and i'm gonna take you to this this he's building real estate down there they're building a, a, a subdivision all these houses like man you want some real estate down there <laughs> got a peanut butter factory right he got me in a peanut butter factory and bro and just to cap it off he is also on the fucking jamaican tourist board dude that's fucking legit that's some crazy how you ended up making the connection anyways Bro, he was like, did you tell the Jamaican tourist board you was coming down here? I'm like, yeah, I reached out and they never responded. He was like, yeah. all right. He was like, well, I'll connect you. He's like, you want, he's like, I guess you don't need them anymore. <laughs> he's like, I'll take you everywhere. Bro, he brought me the, the next night I went to his restaurant, me and my girl for her birthday. We ate at his, at his restaurant, right? One of his restaurants and he wasn't there, but the hostess after they set us, uh, um, after they set us down and we ordered the hostess brought us uh brought a, a big bag out had uh six five gram bags of uh, different strains from their from the this, from their dispensary in Kingston that Whoa. he had brought but he had brought there for me and the yeah. host is good bad bunch of swag and stuff again all of this stuff is in that highlight on my Instagram if anybody wants to check it out but yeah man that was a super dope ass trip it was amazing. And like I said, just, just goes to show like kind of like putting a button on it all, like, you know, uh, walking in your purpose and doing shit the right way and building these relationships. And uh, really I'll be feeling like, like not on some spooky shit, but it's amazing. Some of the things, how it happens. Like it's like, if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. it's like, it's like, it's too much. Well said. Well said. It's too much, bro. It's sometimes it's, it's like it's some wild shit, and I'm just so grateful. I'm thankful, and like I said, it's just I feel like um, like I, I just want to keep it going. That's why I said anybody I can help, definitely I want to put it out there. If somebody listening to this, you need some advice on you legit got some business, you know, for at least for a little while longer, I'm gonna be taking some um, consultations. I'll shoot you my calendarly thing, uh, you know, and we can jump on a call if I got the time. And we schedule something. I'm doing 30 minutes. And, you know, just shoot your idea to me, or you can catch me on Clubhouse. 
Hell yeah. Well, folks, that you heard it right there. Uh, if you've been asking the question how to get in the cannabis industry, I'd say if, you, if you're serious, and like Mike said, if you're serious, you got a good idea that you're ready to pitch, hit up Mike Malcolm. Mike, uh, before we let you go, I just want to uh, ask you, where uh, once again, where can we find you online? Uh, and uh, thanks again for joining us, by the way. Yeah, you can find me everywhere at WeTravelFood.com. You could Google my name, Michael Malcolm, and I'll pop up probably anywhere else. My Instagram is super dope. That's Mike G to God. But definitely we travel food everywhere. And uh, man, here, man, I appreciate you, Cole, always, man. It's always great to speak with you and Justine, my favorite yeah. interviews. Well, always. Justine, I... I'm sorry, Justine. I gave Justine a joint of our homegrown before we started, so you didn't hear from Justine much during this this show. Justine, how you nah, doing? she got she got her priorities in order. That's all I'm hearing. She got the right priorities in order. <laughs> yeah, but man, yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you for uh, for the kind words and for always, you know, willing to uh, connect with us, join and chat and share your wisdom uh, to the people. Cause that's again, one of the things I love about you, man, is uh, you're, you're such a giver. And uh, I just want to thank you on behalf of the community. Cause you're teaching us all uh, you're giving us, you know, a more informed society is a better society, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you're, you're allowing for that. So um, yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us today. Um, and uh, I guess I don't really have anything else. Yeah, you got a final, thanks, you got a final word, Mike. <laughs> I was going to say real quickly that uh, just to be clear, I know what I said, you know, I know what I said about that person with that, uh, with that deal. So that definitely is, I'm sure you definitely got a scoop there because I know that person has not come out and talked about that. So we're going to yep. see really like where that goes and how this whole thing plays out. I'm super interested. And like I said, I always appreciate you for giving me an outlet to kind of like tell, uh, talk about what's going on. If people aren't paying attention to your podcast, bro, they better. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, better. well said. Hey, yeah, and you, you guys, and again, you guys are in the cannabis industry. Enough with the trying and the how-to. You know, all you want to <laughs> do now is like figure out how to expand your already existing operation that's what you want to do you just want to find a way to branch out so you already got a foot in so you do this and you you know how many ends do i have at the end of my shit now i'm doing this and i'm doing that and <laughs> i'm doing this i'm just doing more shit and then you do one thing and then you start growing or something because the, the the industry is expanding so much so everybody in the industry is doing multiple things you know? yeah, man well yeah. it's all love and here i appreciate you so yeah, most down. I just wanted to add to this. One of the reasons why, again, I always uh, start off with I'm a real estate agent because until cannabis overtakes this real estate money, I'm going to be a real estate agent too. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, literally all, about we to say, we, we start all with still real trying estate to, agent. <laughs> well, no, nah, I mean, my point is just that we all still trying to get in. All this shit yeah. I'm doing, and I'm still working to get in because I ain't got in like I want to get in. It's just levels to everything. And I'm still working to get in. So and I appreciate yeah, y'all. No, I just I, I was trying I failed at doing a callback. I was trying to do a callback to your joke earlier when you said I, I always start with I'm a real estate agent. I thought that was hilarious because I could see myself doing that in the future. Like I have to remind myself what I am first and foremost. And you know, you get your hands. I love that. So, anyways, cool. Well, thank you again for joining us. And uh you have yourself a great uh Sunday night, my friend. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Justine. I appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep. Take care, man. Peace.